hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast, here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, you can dance if you want to, you can leave your friends behind, because we are joined by Ivan Doroshuk, a lead singer of Men Without Hats, who are coming up on the 40th anniversary of their debut album and with that comes a reimagining of the safety dance entitled no friends of mine yes the band has reimagined this track so we're gonna dive into exactly when did the idea to completely rework this track rebuild it for the fans who have known this song for over 40 years. When did that idea come into fruition? And what has the reception been like? And of course, this latest version of this track comes to us on an EP, a new EP, the first collection of tracks from Men Without Hats since 2012. And it also features four incredible other songs that happen to be covers of amazing artists who have inspired Men Without Hats throughout the years. We're going to discuss a couple of those tracks as well as, again, part two, which is the second part of this new era of Men Without Hats. Of course, this new EP, again, part one. So we're going to talk a little bit about, again, part two, which brings us a whole new wave of original tracks from the band. Yes, all of this and oh so much more here with Ivan. It's all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com, where you go to copy yourself something to represent and support the show. And the best part is, looking is free. It's DesertTigerMerch.com. And now that you know who the show is brought to you by, and now that you know who our guest is, it's time that Ivan told you a little bit about No Friends of Mine. And again, part one and part two. Let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Hello, Ivan. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Having myself a wonderful morning so far. Great. Yeah. Yeah. How you're uh probably a little early too. I believe you're on the West Coast as well. Yeah. All right. So uh both of us a little hitting that uh early morning sunlight here to talk a little bit of about this uh this new wave here of the men without hats. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Are you ready to jump on into things? For sure. All right. So, of course, we are talking here today about a reimagining of one of your hit songs that comes along with, again, part one, which is an album of covers. But before I get into the covers themselves, I want to get into this reimagining of the safety dance because it was inducted into the Canadian Songwriter Hall of Fame last year in 2020. But what I would like to know is, was that the moment that you guys decided to sort of take a new look on this track? Was this something that was already in the works? How did this new version come to life? It started as a reimagination of the whole catalog. I had uh, put together a sort of a project of piano and voice versions of 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 
a best of men without hats. And that kind of sort of grew into adding cover versions to it. And then it kind of morphed into a full-blown band project. So it's kind of, it's been a three-year kind of adventure that culminated in us isolating ourselves on the top of the Malahat Mountain on Vancouver Island and, uh, and just spending about eight months working on this thing. And we had a lot of fun doing it. So I'm uh, excited to have people listen to it. Wow. So this has been uh, quite the process of where you said just you and a piano beginning to work out things. And then it's sort of just over time has built up where you and a couple other band members were able to build it into what it is today, where it's got it's does have that piano sound, but it builds so much more almost has a uh, orchestral feel to it almost. Yeah. Well, it was all, it, it all grew organically. So it, it was, uh, it was nothing that we really planned on doing. It's just something that just, just happened. I didn't, I hadn't even considered it as a first single, even until the, the record company suggested it. So, um, yeah, things are just moving along at a, at a very sort of natural pace for, for this record. And, uh, it's good. It's a good way to do things. Okay, so you mentioned that it was actually the label that uh, sort of figured that this might be the best way to kick things off then. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. We, uh, we you know, we always sort of, uh, I, I, I like to default to people who, who, you know, make a living out of choosing singles, what singles work best on radio. You know, that's not really my job. My job is to make as many hit singles as I can, and their job is to, is to pick the ones they think have the most chance of getting on there right away. So, Okay, awesome. Well, it's uh, definitely a fantastic track. It's, as we said, definitely has a different vibe, but still has like an energy to it that's still like, even though it starts out with the piano and the vocals at the end of it, it still like makes you want to move. It elicits emotion out of the soul, which is beautiful. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's... Uh... Like I said in the press release, it was kind of a the it was the soundtrack to my return to the village where the original safety dance video had been shot, and so we kind of imagined me going back there and meeting up with the jester, who's now the the mayor of the village, married to the crazy blonde chick, and raised a huge family. And this is forty years later, and this song is the is the soundtrack. But it's it's getting a good reaction from people. It's getting it's touching a lot of sort of things and people that, 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 that it's nice it's people are giving making nice comments about it and um you never know people you know it can go either way whenever you put out a, a single especially when you're trying to redo recreate one of you know such a it's it's a pretty big song it's 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 uh it's, so it's always it's always kind of it's always uh you know a bit dangerous messing with it but i think we pulled it off Yes, for sure. Something that has held its uh, piece of history for 40 years and continues to do so. It definitely can be a little uh, intimidating because, as you say, you never know how the fans are going to take it in. But it definitely does look like exactly that, where they are embracing this new sound, coming back, as you say, into this world, uh, the beginning once again. And I think, is that also what sort of brought the decision to release this track with uh in an ep with four other covers was sort of just bringing you back to your roots right the other songs that are on the on the again part one are reflective of 
our musical tastes are growing up as teenagers in the 70s where Martha Hoople's David Bowie written song All the Young Dudes was my soundtrack it was our soundtrack to all the teenagers and my you know 13 year olds in 1972 were were all the young dudes and uh growing up with bands like the Rolling Stones and and Lou Reed was also a big a big factor in my musical development and bands like the Tragically Hip who I, I wanted to pay tribute we wanted to pay tribute to a great Canadian band and to a great a great singer a great human being Gordon Downey and that was part of part of the project also mm-hmm. and I really love how it's sometimes when somebody covers something it can be just that just like an essential cover but like Men Without Hats you guys actually took these tracks, some of these classic tracks, and you mentioned um, all the young dudes, which I was very impressed to see that song because, like, someone from my generation, a lot of us missed a track like that, maybe, and that's not one that maybe did get that lifetime where it's still getting played on the radio. So, like for me, that was like really fantastic to hear. And then the Tragically Hip was a band that I grew up with, and then to hear just how you reimagined this song and it has just like almost like a macabre feel to it in a way but like it's just it was so beautiful because you have like the soprano in there and all of these different elements yeah no it was uh they're an inspiring band they inspired us to make a a, what i hope is a, a you know a cover version that the fans that the you know the multitude of tragically hip fans will will appreciate and and the initial reactions on that one has been good also. I've gotten nothing but positive reviews on on that also. They the 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 hip don't let too many people cover their songs and I I, I was glad that they let us do this one. Yes, uh, big shout out to them and anyone who's listening to this interview because the song will be out by the time this interview is out. You should go out and check this song out because I got chills from it too. It's friggin' incredible. This entire EP, just these reimagining of these tracks from the Rolling Stones to Lou Reed. It's just, it's really beautiful how you just melded all of these tracks sort of together in your own way. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Awesome. So of course, this EP drops on September 24th. And you mentioned that you spent about seven months inside of the studio and you have some original work coming on the way as well. So right. Quite a bit of uh, things have been built here. So is this, again, part two that's going to be coming our way? Again, part two is going to be dropping in, at the beginning of next year, and it's all, it's all in the can. It's just waiting at the door, waiting to, waiting to get out. It's uh, 12 original songs. And what happened here was while we were doing the cover versions and doing all that stuff, the, I started, you know, when you're in studio, when I, this happens to all musicians, when you get into a studio, you start, the creative juices start flowing. You start writing new stuff. So some of the songs were written in the studio. Some of the songs were written in the back of the tour bus while we've been on tour for the last 10 years. And some of them were written back in the 80s and just songs that we that we got out of the vault and that haven't been recorded yet or have only been heard live. And uh, so it put together, we, we sort of managed to, to come up with 12 brand new songs. Um, that that also we're, we're we had a lot of fun doing and uh, and we're really excited to to have people listen to those ones as well. Wow! So 
not just from the now, not just from like the recent past, but also going back into the 80s, the history of the bands to some of those maybe unreleased tracks, those uh, hidden gems, some might say, of the Men Without Hats catalog. Yeah, there's a couple of things that didn't make it onto Pop Goes the World, a couple of tracks that didn't make it onto Sideways. There's, you know, there's, there's stuff that didn't make it onto my solo record. There's, it, but these are not, you know, the songs that didn't make it because they weren't good enough. They just didn't make it because they, were, they weren't complete at that point or something like that. So these are stuff that we brought out and just worked on, kept working on and, and finished them. And, and uh, it turned out pretty good. We're happy. Uh, uh, I always find that's incredible how as songwriters, how sometimes you can have this idea and then somehow like you can have a direction for it, but then suddenly it doesn't have a home and then it can take so long. And then once again, is like returning back to the village, it returning back to those pieces and sort of finding it's, oh, okay, maybe I can find a new direction for this. Maybe now I finally have the words that I was looking for, whatever it happens to be, right? Yeah, it's exactly it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the, the process is very fluid. You know, it, it, it can change along the way and along, along the years. And, um, you know, I've written songs that I still don't understand what I was talking about. So, you know, it's, that's the way it goes. Of course. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you never know where it's going either. So it's all about the beauty of the track because sometimes you never know where the audience is going to interpret things as well. So, yeah, uh-huh. fantastic. So you mentioned earlier the uh, music video for the Safety Dance, definitely something that helped the band get quite a bit of traction at the beginning Absolutely. of the career. Definitely a very vivid world. So are music videos something that you're planning on sort of reincorporating here into this next wave, this new era of Men Without Hats? Yeah, we're we're actually in talks with with the jester with Mike Edmonds, who's over in England, and we're uh, we're working on it at this at this moment. So yeah, the video was a big factor. I mean, we were so lucky to have appeared right at you know the birth of MTV at a time where there weren't that many videos out there, and everyone kind of got heavy rotation, and that really was a big factor. And it still is because the the way the video was shot gives it this timelessness. It's not, uh, you know, it's like watching a Western or something like that. It's not, it's something you can, it doesn't really date it. You can't tell that it's the 80s, except if, you, if you're if you a fan of the song, obviously. But if you're just watching the video, you, you'd have a hard time pinpointing when it was made. Mm-hmm, for sure. So that gives it, that gives it, gave it legs, gave it longevity. It made, you know, made, gave it a, a cross-generational sort of appeal. And uh, no, like, like I say, we've been blessed. We've been doubly blessed. I mean, for some bands, you know, there's so many bands out there that never got their voices heard. To have one song, to have two is like, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And to have both of them get entered into the Canadian Songwriter Hall of Fame and to sort of continue to etch their history in time is just sort of beautiful and stands. Yeah, no, that was it was an absolute honor for us. We were we were just blown away. We weren't expecting it. We found out like almost a you know, a day before everybody else type of thing. So we were we were very, very sort of humbled by the experience 
you're still riding your high as everybody else is like starting to congratulate you so sort of get to celebrate at the same time rather than having to like wait on it but at the same time kind of like oh what what oh oh wow (laughs) yeah no it's it's kind of like you know there's what else is there you know it's like for a songwriter it is the ultimate the ultimate compliment the ultimate uh, accolade and um just the company that that I'm surrounded with is mind-blowing. And these are people that I are the reasons why I'm doing why I'm what I'm doing. And I'm in there with the club with them. So it's, it's like I said, it's a great honor for the band. Great honor for me. Mm-hmm. And it continues to bring it to a new generation as continuing with the re-releasing of the songs and otherwise. And the music video reaching new fans through YouTube, you see reaction videos in that. And also, you mentioned that the band has been touring for the last 10 years. Well, I mean, the last two, maybe a little less. But the last 10 years, you guys have been touring more than you toured in the last, like the actual initial run of the band. Oh, yeah, pretty much. We went, we've gone to places like South Africa and Australia that, you know, Peru that we'd, we'd not been the first time around. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been quite amazing. The, the, the appeal to the fans, you know, Fans are bringing their children and their grandchildren now to our shows. It's just just completely mind-blowing. It's, I'm, I'm quite a fortunate fellow. Absolutely. You, you can only really be thankful at that point to look, have, be able to look back 40 years later and just continue to see the history that you've built and see that people still want to come out and see you even here in 2021 when you guys have been able to play a couple shows in the summer and have a couple lined up in the future as well in places like Kentucky and Connecticut and otherwise. Yeah, we just got back from Milwaukee. We played the Summerfest in Milwaukee with Bow Wow Wow and uh, Berlin. It was great. I think people are people are ready to to get back into the concert mode again. I think people are people are uh, ready to put this everything behind them and and get a fresh start. I couldn't agree more. Get out, see people having a good time and have a good time themselves, right? Yeah, it's been hard on everybody and uh, I think we should all get together and make this work. Have a few uh, safety dances together. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Have you been breaking out any of these covers, any of these new tracks to these live audiences while you've had these opportunities? We have. We played, uh, we ended up uh, with, no friends of mine with the, with the safety dance cover in Milwaukee. And it was, it was, it was amazing because it was like, I think the second time we'd played it live and, and, uh, the whole crowd was singing along. And so it's, 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 it's one of those things like, like a friend of mine wrote me and he says that your, your new song came on the radio at, at my work and everybody was singing along. And it's like kind of, kind of cool. And it's like, you know, I know it's old lyrics, but it's, it's nice that, that people are relating with it can got that connection right away. So it brings back a lot of memories for people. It's still, and it has this nostalgia. It has this melancholy to it that, that, that comes with, with life that comes with, with, you know, being 40 years down the road with, you know, with a life lived. And um, so it's, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll touch more people. Oh, I, I think it definitely will. And I love that, how you mentioned that, how, you people hear a little bit of these lyrics how it's a different song but because it's also kind of a song that they've already like grew up with or like 
knew through this entire time. It's like as soon as they caught on with a little bit of the lyrics, like, okay, I know where this is going. All right. Like, I vibe it. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was a great way to end. It was a great way. It was our encore and it was a great way to end the evening. And people went home with smiles on their faces, just like that's our, that's our main goal of this whole thing. So. Exactly. Well, that's a big part of entertainment too, right? Is you want to give people an opportunity to release themselves, but also exactly that. Put a smile on people's faces. Give them something to remember, something to go and talk about with their friends. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Awesome. Well, Ivan, I have one last question. Are you ready for it? I am. Awesome. All right. So what I would love to know is... Through the last couple of years here, this past three years of reimagining the safety dance, taking these tracks, going back to some of your influences and going into new material as well, this new era here. How has this time, these last couple of years, how has it helped you grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself, Ivan? Just that, you know, you have to follow your dreams no matter, you know, how old you are and be true to yourself. I mean, those lyrics that I wrote 40 years ago are still true. And it's, it's about following your, following your heart, following your own, the beat of your own drummer, not succumbing to peer pressure, which is a big, you know, a big force in, in our, in our world today. There's a lot of, a lot of coercion going on, a lot of bullying going on, a lot of people trying to push their agenda on other people. So it's hard for, you know, for, for someone to stay true to their beliefs sometime, but you know, that's what life's all about. Life is, um, life's a witch and then you smile. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. Thank you for sharing this life lesson as well as the story of this reimagining of the safety dance here today with no friends of mine. Yeah. My pleasure. Nice talking to you. Oh, Em, I want to go ahead and thank you for tuning on into this interview with Ivan DeRoshuk of Men Without Hats. And you can find this new EP, again, part one, as well as this reimagining of the safety dance. No friends of mine over on your favorite music streaming service. You can also go ahead and check out Men Without Hats website for upcoming tour dates and you can also find them on social media as well you can find links to these down in the description to the show as well you can also help the show out by subscribing if you haven't done so already you can share this episode and you can also give the dtp a five star review you can also head on over to deserttigermerch.com to go ahead and copy yourself something to represent the show. And the best part is, looking is free. We need to go ahead and give Ivan DeRoshuk a final roaring DTP. Thank you for joining us here today. We need to thank Laura from over at Strut Entertainment for making that happen. We need to thank German from your podcast editor for making everything sound so good. And with that, we come to our bye-byes, but not until... I tell you to go out and find your roar and then let it out into the world and just show the world what you and your roar are capable of because you are capable of incredible things. And don't you forget that. And until 
next time ambush bye-bye the desert tiger podcast <laughs>